Meister. Episode 607. Woo! Welcome to the Brain Candy Podcast. How are you? How are you? No, I asked you first. Oh my God, jinx. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot going on over here. Uh, but I am grateful that we are moving into warmer temperatures. Oh. That is always good news for me. Because Has spring I am sprung? cold. Oh, I mean, yeah, like yes. there's daffodils and stuff, which I love. Oh, I love that's those, so cute. Like Easter flowers, they're so pretty. Yes, and they are hopeful. Yeah, there are little bunnies running around my neighborhood. I mean, it's so cute. It is adorable because it is different. <laughs> like when you live in a cold climate, because they, I, I noticed they weren't here, and now they are here. <laughs> Whereas, and I like notice it. I'm like, hey, you guys weren't there before. But when I lived in, you know, in like uh, uh, California where I had like a backyard that backed up to like, you know, more like mountainy area and there were bunnies all year long, all yeah. the time. So I never mm-hmm. really had that like, you know, California, se- no seasons, but maybe you'll yeah, appreciate them that. more. I think so. I'm <laughs> really excited to see there are beautiful trees right out the window that I'm looking at right now and they're all like about ready to bud. And so mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like it's like I don't know what it, it feels exciting because I don't even know what I'm gonna get. I have no idea what kind of trees these are, or what kind of flowers, or what kind of like. <laughs> that I'm was excited how to we see. felt whenever we moved here, and like you just want to see each season where you yeah. live now. Yeah, I'm like here it's fun. We go. Yes. I'll be excited when you get a you know your chair or whatever gets yeah. on that truck. Coming yeah, your way. Uh, yeah, I am still fingers crossed. The uh, the moving truck um, is somewhere with my stuff because they haven't called me yet to tell Still me on the road where, trip. question mark. But yes, I do. I did want to share this because, you know, I told you I had really bad luck in Vegas, but my luck turned <laughs> around. I had, I mean, this may be an overshare, but like, who cares? Because like. What else? what do I not talk about on this podcast? So <laughs> that's yeah, kind of I'm, your thing. It's kind of my thing, right? Okay. So yeah. So uh, yesterday, I was maybe you caught my uh, Instagram, like what are they called? Story on Instagram, where mm-hmm. I was being very lazy and didn't want to hang up all my clothes. So I was like yeah, putting was clothes funny. away and blah blah blah, and I was also trying on a bunch of clothes because like when you live in a like. Airbnbs and you've been like on the road, you know, you like eat maybe a lot of hamburgers and things like that. So I was like, oh, well, these pants uh, don't really fit anymore and blah, blah, blah. So I was trying on a bunch of different pants and uh, <laughs> we're totally fine. No big deal. And also my, everything's changing when you snowboard, like muscle, like every, I, I like to think maybe they don't fit because my legs are just bigger and stronger. So, <laughs> um, so then I, I, put on a pair, not just like, not even thinking, I'm like trying on clothes. I put on a pair of white pants. I happen to also be like, you know, I'm just like changing real fast. I, th- this is important for the story. Wasn't wearing any underwear. <laughs> then okay. I, something happens. Like, I don't know. I get a phone call. Like I need to go like leave the house, like and pick up something and like, or, you know, I'm like, realize what time it is. I'm like, oh gosh, I got to go. So I'm like in a pair of white pants Wow. now f- committed for the rest of the day, walking around, like doing my chores, all that, right. like doing free my errands, ball in it. free ball in it, uh-huh. throwing caution to the wind. Uh, 
I get home after like eight hours of being out. I get home. The second I get home, I go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Period started. <laughs> if that isn't luck, that that could that could have happened. That would have been real. At any other point, never in my and I let the record. Never in my life do I just go out free balling it willy nilly like commando with nothing. I am not one of those people. I I am not. And don't worry, they were like <laughs> thick white pants. These are like not see through. So that is not me. I like the protection and the like little security of a little. I cannot imagine Jody's. though being in a being in such a hurry. It like, I, it like slipped my mind. Like I tried on the pants oh, and I was yeah. like, oh, damn, my butt looks good in these. And then I like, I think I had a session or something where I was like, oh my God, what time is it? And so I like put on my sweatshirt or whatever, put on like, like my tops and then like continued out the rest of the day and then just like didn't think about it. Wow. Free and then spirit. went to, the, I went to the grocery store. Oh my, I went to the this bank. Terrible. I went to the Goodwill. <laughs> I was all a lady about town. I'm really glad that this worked out, though. And I mean, two seconds later, that to me is like you Your just, body knew. <laughs> yeah, well, and and I feel like like the universe gave me some luck. Like, so I can I may be unlucky oh, in okay. Vegas, but yeah. I am so lucky because that if if it would have, I was out. I would have not noticed. I would have and and emergency. Oh, and man. I would have ruined my favorite white pants. And no chonies? <laughs> like the time you were out running and then you had to go DIA. Oh, my God. And you were like, God. Houston, we, Houston have a we have a problem. Yeah, this would have been like. That might be worse. Way worse. Yeah. For like the rule. And these are like one of my new favorite pairs of pants. And they do fit. So, yeah. Oh, man. So, you know. That made me Just, feel like my luck was turning This around. is also TMI, so sorry to yes. everyone that doesn't like any kind of talk about these things. But I often think about how, you know, when I went on road rolls, I was 18. I was so sheltered. I, I didn't know anything about anything. And I didn't ever have – I had never used a tampon. Wow. And you know how like so much of what we do on those shows is in the water. Oh, or, like, my gosh. You know, you just yes. don't want to be walking around with one, a freaking – pad or panty liner but that's all i knew because we were um you know it's like almost like tampons in fundamentalism are kind of like yeah it's kind of like can you explain that to me i can't understand that i don't know because nobody ever said anything to me it was just that we didn't have any in my house you know but i assume they just think that that's meant for women who are sexually active because it's essentially the same mechanics wow you know that's meant for them like it's implied like like i figured i'd use one someday but like only after i was married or whatever oh my god (laughs) this is right in line with your mom thinking that she can't name you Susie because she can't have a nickname like where this is rooted in well yes of course yes like conservative sexual ideals Yes. But like I really got lucky filming that we never had to do anything on a day. You know what I mean? You mean you mean you still didn't when uh-huh. you were on the, there? Yes. I'm gonna okay, well we're now we're diving into this. So I'm <laughs> gonna need to know more about your I would love to know more about um, your yes. your like 
Who introduced you? How old were you? When did you lose your tampon virginity? Yeah, when I was in LA, I was visiting Tim oh Beggy, and this was before we were dating. This was like just, we were friends, and I went to see him. And Piggy from my season um, came over, and we were all hanging out. And I told her that I had gotten my period and that I wanted to learn how to use a tampon. Wow. And so she had to take me in the bathroom and like teach me. And I'm 19 years old at this point, people. Wow. This isn't like a little girl. God I'm, bless her. I'm shocked. Yeah. I mean, I'm not shocked because I shouldn't <laughs> say that. Like I get – I absolutely get that this is so many people's experience. But yeah. just like – Well, but you were like on the water polo team. Like can you imagine? I remember – you know what my my first introduction was? The freaking OB – Tampon with no oh, yes. applicator. Absolutely. I used those for years. That was all I used. My mom was like, yeah, just put that in there. I was like, I mean, yeah, it yeah. does. It's fine. It's fine. But it hurts more than like one of the smooth ones with an applicator. Oh, God. It all hurts. It's making me cringe right like now. Just the like, cotton. Ah, up in there. <laughs> ah, golly. It is terrible. Let's take a break and talk about something that's not terrible. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Which is um, function of beauty. Oh, Thank you Oh, to this them. is the opposite of that. Oh. Opposite. Oh, my God. I love my I hair. Mean, I was going to tell people because I was using the leave-in. Um, I use the leave-in conditioner and then I use a serum after. Yeah. And it is top-notch, like Ooh, super great. Yes. I just wow. wanted to encourage people to try it because – you can get their whole hair care line and it's customized to whatever you need, like shampoo, conditioner, all that stuff. But also get that stuff, leave-in and serum. Good, good, good. And say you like don't even care about your hair, but you just want a cute bathroom, you can get it customized to match with whatever that's color true. you want. I feel that's like that's true. like we never talk about that because like that's, yeah. I don't know, like... Superficial. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, this, this stuff's amazing. But... Then I forget. Uh, well, I, maybe I remember because now I'm somebody who's like decorating and in like a new house. And I'm like, yeah, this matches. And my shampoo and conditioner just so happen to be the same color as my bathroom. So there you go. Yeah. Remember that so You can piece. pick whatever ingredients go in it to give you what you want. But also you could choose the fragrance, the color. You could go dye free, whatever. Say goodbye to generic hair care for good today. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash brain candy to take your hair goals quiz and you'll save 25% off your first order. Uh, go to functionofbeauty.com slash brain candy to let them know you heard about it on our show and get 25% off your first order. That's functionofbeauty.com slash brain candy. Take the hair Ooh. quiz, save 25% on your first order. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe it, all that stuff. And like only after I finished filming was I like, boy, I really lucked out on the timing there. You sure did. I don't know because what I would have like, done. Oh my gosh, that's so interesting. I'm so sad, really. <laughs> it's, no, it's, 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 it is, well, I mean, truthfully, it is sad. And it also is like, I think really important you know, I was thinking about the conversation you and I had about how Lincoln had his, like, what's happening to your body class. Yes. You know? And how yeah. we just need to teach, I, I don't know, the, the facts, mm -hmm. real things to children. Right. 
And right? Don't delay. Why are we waiting till they're like practically grown-ups? Why are we waiting? Oh, I did see this cute thing on TikTok where mom's hand it, it it was kind of like saying like how clingy is your child? Hand <laughs> them items and see what they like ask them like where does this go? What do you do with this and see what they do with it? Oh no. So they would hand them and all the t- they would be like 2 years old. All of them knew exactly what to do with the tampon. Oh, what what did they say? They would just they don't say anything, they but put they it like in the they or something? No, they they like gesture like putting no. it like like they just like the same way you'd like pretend to brush your hair like they're yeah. playing house and they take that and they go, "Oh yeah, like that." Because they've been in there watching mom, yes. you know, and they're like yeah. in the, anybody with kids knows that eh, they're going to go to the bathroom with you. Uh, yeah. So they're in there and they see mom. And so there is a point where when they're young, they'd know what those things are. And then we almost like shame it out of them. Totally. That's really sad. That is so true. Yeah. Then it becomes like very private and all about modesty and secrets. Yeah. Essentially. Yep. Mm. I don't love it. I don't don't love love it. it. I don't love it either. I don't love it either. (laughs) Oh, okay. Let's learn some stuff. What do I have for you today? Yes. I read a really interesting article. Um, My mom and I were having a conversation about how there are these terms that people throw around. She was talking about the term gaslight in particular, that people are like, oh, you're gaslighting. And they often lose their meaning totally. and people forget what those things even mean. Yeah. So I just, I, you know how this always happens. I just so happened to be reading The Atlantic and there was this article in there uh, called, Are You Using Gaslight Correctly? And so mm-hmm. it talks about the origin and I think we've talked about the origin of yeah. the term gaslighting on here about how there's the play where um, I think the play is called Gaslight and then there was mm-hmm. a radio play called Angel Street and it's about like a husband who's giving her the quote-unquote gaslight treatment where he's convincing her that she's crazy. Like he... He, he was changing the lumin- luminescence of yeah. street lights. To make and, her feel crazy, hoping yeah. that she gets, like, institutionalized. Right. Yeah. And so he would, like, le- then she, like, heard footsteps when he would leave the house. So she, like, put it together that, oh, he's, like, trying to do this to me and, you know, figure it all out. And, like, he's messing with her and everything like that. But then it, like, got this resurgence. And now people are using it all the time. And the the article was pointing out how... There was an article that was done where people were criticizing, where the author was criticizing the, um, saying that people in the Black Lives Matter movement are gaslighting people. And the author in the Atlantic was like, hold up, that's not how that works. And it's this term that's just been like taken over. And it's something called, which I had never heard of before, but totally explains everything, called semantic bleaching. Have you heard of this mm-hmm. term? Mm-mm. Okay, I hadn't either. So semantic bleaching is this thing that we do to words where we take them and use them over and over and over so much that, and in the wrong context, that the original definition is like totally lost. So yeah. people are taking over the word, and they're doing this now with a lot of words that are kind of more... 
uh, like the word woke, for example, that used mm-hmm. to be mean like uh, being aware and being, but now it's like and being like uh, uh, in the know, and now it's like you're a leftist or whatever. Sure. Yeah. And so then it got me all interested in this semantic bleaching term. And so I found a super cool article on Merriam Webster. If that, they have, I swear, the funniest writing. (laughs) Yeah. They're so clever because Mm -hmm. the article is titled literally everything you need to know about (laughs) semantic bleaching. (laughs) Right. Which is so clever because the most commonly used semantic bleaching word is literally. Right. It is so funny to me. So I don't know. I just like I I had never really thought about like what my favorite word like this would be. It got me down the rabbit hole. But then when I started reading this article, there are so freaking many of these words that we do this for that we're like totally okay with. I feel like people do it with the word trauma. Oh my God, that's such a good one. See, I knew, I was like, let's play. What is our favorite semantic? <laughs> that is because- the one that makes me angry. Because I'm like, if everything's <sighs> trauma, nothing is trauma. This is correct. You know what I don't like either? OCD. Oh, yes. That's that, oh my God, common. I'm so OCD. Oh, oh. Right. That has been so, that semantic bleaching yes, happening exactly. right there. Mm-hmm. It is, and so, so I I think that it is just like cracks me up when I find out all of like the ones that we use. That like another example is uh, really, really. Like you can say they as in very because it's supposed to mean actually like really as in in reality. So mm-hmm. like you would say, oh, they really are twins, but you saying I had a really great time isn't using it correctly. Okay. But we've adapted that and we've just like okayed it. So are they saying though that it's been diluted or it's like used it's incorrectly? The reduction in the word's intensity. Mm-hmm. It's a linguistic phenomenon that happens when basically a group gets a hold of a word and uses it a whole bunch. Yeah. It just becomes... Like, have a great day. You don't mean that the day is large and huge. Mm-hmm. That movie was awesome. You don't mean that it's like... Yeah, that one bums me town. out. Awesome? Whenever you, yeah, because whenever you do want to say that it is <sighs> awesome, then, like, as in awe-inspiring, yeah. it, people don't know that you're actually saying it. Because <laughs> yeah. we say it all the time about just something cool. Yeah, we yeah. need... Okay, so do we learn to respect words more? Oh, that's not going to happen. Never I mean, in a million years. Could, right, <laughs> well, we do like respect Collectively, them. no, that's not going to happen. Or do we come up with better... I, this is why we come up with cool slang terms. Yeah, and that's why they have to change definitions in Merriam-Webster because... The dictionary is a reflection oh. of the way words are used, not a directive on how you need to use them. Which that so that's why, and I go back to gaslighting with this one. Why it's so frustrating when that is done to words by mm, the powers that and the organizations or the systemic groups that we're trying to use those words against. Oh, right. 
so like they co-opt them. Yes, that mm-hmm. is exactly what this this article was highlighting. That these mm-hmm. that one of the things that's so important to like the word gaslight is a weapon that we need to fight back. Right. But by them using it, it just, yeah. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we have to like recognize how the word is being used. And the author of this article, who, who is it? Let me see. Uh, Caleb Madison. Shout out to Caleb. There we go. Shout out to Caleb. (laughs) Said a good rule of thumb in testing whether a word is being used correctly is to ask yourself if the supposed gaslighter is in a position of power. Mm. If not, it's difficult to imagine a situation where gaslighting is really happening. Just Mm. like it's difficult to imagine that Black Lives Matter activists who are dedicated to acting on people who are powerless and vulnerable engage in gaslighting the American public. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I thought that was I mean, so interesting. One word I I've always really loved is better help. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's because literally it is literally, and it can helpful. help you with your actual trauma. Yeah. Yes. So, um, better help is a great option if you are interested in finding a therapist. Um, it allows you to see the person. Um, from the comfort of your own home or wherever you may be, um, it is affordable and you can try it online. Maybe it'll help you lower your stress or intimidation about the process of therapy, which can be a little bit scary to people if you've never gone. Um, they have people that specialize in everything that ails you. Um, but we all have stress, so I know you need that help with that. Better help, uh, is offering you guys a deal, Brain Candy listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash brain candy. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash brain candy. Customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. There you go. Yes. I love BetterHelp. Okay. Oh, okay. What else did I read that was interesting? And uh, so, yeah, also I want to put it out there Um, just like we did – uh, what is your favorite oxymoron? We got yes. some really good answers with that. Yes. I want to hear what people's favorite semantically. Yes, because everyone has like is. a different bugaboo. Everyone, you know, yeah. who used them all the time. That I really, and I think this is. I bet you can guess who I'm going to say. Somebody you, that does it all the time. Yes. Oh, Wes. Yes. Yes. Oh <laughs> my god. I mean, are we good or are we good? I, like I, he's yeah, the that first was, person mm-hmm. I think of when I think of that. Of yeah, that, because that, he's the that. kind of person. Oh my he really god. wants to be perceived <laughs> as an intellectual, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. But sometimes right. that results in him misusing and like his usage is often like just just a tiny bit off right yeah like when he talked about learning something through osmosis or something for and i was like (sighs) and he always used to say to you we we need to iterate on yes yeah and i'm like just like where it could be right but you're like wait a minute that's not really (laughs) look i'm getting all worked up (laughs) She's got cotton mouth. I do. can't take it anymore. Oh, my God. I can't take it. But But I'm sure that there are things I say that would annoy other people. Like, everybody has a different thing that's like, gets under their skin. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. people tell me all the time. I say, you know what I stopped? I don't think I do uh, uh, uh anymore. Yeah, it's less, a lot less. Mm-hmm. That's good because it's one of those things where as soon as you guys pointed it out, I did it way more and yeah. then it went it went away. Right. So, right. Yeah. Also like with that word, oh my god, I couldn't stop saying it a couple weeks ago. Uh uh is it actually actually uh you kept saying actually? Little, well, yeah, it's whatever that little kid, the little kid in the video. I was telling you that there was a little kid in the video and I think oh, it yeah. Uh, apparently that's it apparently uh apparently <laughs> apparently i swear that's fine i will apparently that. counter would was going off the a few weeks ago oh <laughs> um, okay what else do i have to share with you this week oh i saw a cool article that talked about an invention that i think we will really like and like the first time it was used successfully. So the first person in the United Kingdom has been convicted and jailed for domestic abuse after he's, he was sprayed with this stuff called smart water. It's this forensic oh. liquid that shows up under ultraviolet light. And it is really cool how it works. So the substance stays on your skin oh, wow. for up to six weeks. And no. on clothing for way longer. And, oh, this is, the, oh my God, it gives me goosebumps when I talk about this. It, because I really do feel like this is going to help. In, I fucking hate that we have to do this. But yeah, right. It's, it's so cool that they've invented this. Each bottle of smart water is, which also... Mm, question on the yeah. trademark <laughs> Proprietary. <of> that. <laughs> Proprietary, right. I feel like, like it's smart... And then the smart is capitalized and then water is capitalized and it's one word. I don't know how they got around that, but yeah. you know, maybe it's, it's an English, who knows? Or what if it were the same company? That would be crazy. Um, <laughs> but it's not, but okay. So each bottle of this smart water stuff is, oh, is <sighs> chemically like has distinct chemical properties. So basically you can tell exactly which bottle it came from. So there can't be any no. guy being like, oh no, I was at that somebody was else's me, house yeah. who has that stuff. Or it was, <laughs> right, someone no. else threw it on me. Somebody else did. No, they know the exact bottle it How came from. How is that possible? That's crazy. Because I, I guess like different chemical markers. Mm-hmm. I love this. And they check each bottle. Yes, and they it said so it's basically forensically marking the person and then be, when they do that they can track the person back to the location where it happened and they'll know if they find this substance they'll know the perpetrator and they'll know who the victim is and it helps hmm. in so many crimes where people feel scared to come forward they almost can do it anonymously because so it's like So is the premise though that there's somebody that's trying to hurt you in some way. Mm-hmm. And then what? Would you just throw it on them or what? <laughs> or do they no, drink I think, it? I think you could I think you spray it on whatever surface. Like mace. Almost oh. no. It's like you can put it on you spray it on a surface like the door. And it stays <sighs> it dries and then it stays there. Get and out. Then, and then if they touch it, it then transfers to their hands. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so cool. Now, it's, so let's give me a scenario when you would use this. It's 
So they they have they have the handheld canisters for spraying. I just looked looked this up. A gel that you can put on door handles and gates, and an automatic trap that sprays the liquid if somebody approaches the house. So here's a situation where you do this, yes. where where they specifically told where they talked about it, domestic violence situations. Okay. On on average, it costs the police about. Uh, and this was in, in the United Kingdom, so it's in pounds. It costs them about 640 pounds to respond to a domestic abuse incident. Okay. Uh, this kit only costs like 150 bucks. So if you were a woman who had a restraining order out against mm-hmm. your partner because he was a, no, a domestic abuser, you can put mm-hmm. the gel on your door handle. You can put the stuff on your, you can, you know, set your house up to have this stuff on it and you can prove that he was there okay because it's like his word against and then he's violating that it's anybody else that comes to your door and uses the doorknob it's not like they'll be um walking around with a lit up hand because they're not going to be under a freaking strobe light or whatever exactly yes okay and it said, so the article said most victims using the technology have told the police that they feel safer. And 94% of those who were surveyed across the three different forces that used it said that they would recommend it to others. Huh. That's pretty good. Wonder, what do you think the active ingredient in there is? Just oh. like whatever's in those luminescent fish or something? Uh, you know what? I bet yeah. it is some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. I bet you're right. And like, that's probably the art part of the article that is like my most, I'm like most excited about. And like, they didn't even include that in there. I'm like, yeah, right. they're going to be like, happening. this is made from like the eyeballs of that mantis shrimp that you really love, Sarah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. So, the, well, this so is how this was, it, like I said, in the, it, it's the, the first time it's been used and ha- somebody's been tried for it. And the way the, the crime that he had committed was violating a restraining order. Uh-huh. So this is the kind of things that you need in order to build the case because domestic violence cases are often, you yeah, know, man. hard to to. Well, tackle. and those guys are like, it's a predictor of all kinds of terrible things, domestic violence. Like they often yes. end up being, you know, the people that do mass shootings and other terrible crimes. I don't know why that is. I don't know why it seems like that's often how they start, but it seems well, to be the the case. It it's because I mean relationships are so I feel like you start with those around you, those closest to you. Like that that anger I I almost see it like this I don't know like explosion where the people in close range are going to get hit first. Mm-hmm. And then as that anger grows and builds, yeah. so does the range of the Well, they explosion. And they have such entitlement. Like they think they deserve like respect and all sorts of things. And then they get aggrieved when they don't get it. Mm. It's messed up. It's, it's cycles of abuse, man how this was taught to people Mm-hmm. like they they observe it oh totally yeah i i i you know what that's actually something that i can't i can't say i really know and i'd be interested to know more about is the if it was modeled 
like, yeah, how like the not etymology. What is what is the word? The uh, uh, there starts with an e. I can't remember what the word is, but for where something kind of starts. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like when I talk to criminals, like I'm always trying to figure out causation, causation <laughs> but it's impossible yeah, it because it's human behavior is so complex, but cause um, it almost feels like I want to put it on both sides of the spectrum. Like, like, I don't know. Like it was modeled to you or like the opposite where you feel like, like that entitlement that. Is yeah. Right. Like, that it's interesting that you say that. Yeah. So anyways, my mind is just going off on a little like, uh, uh, what does it all mean? Kind of. I know tangent. this happens to me all the time, and then I have to stop myself. Yes. Um, you were asking what the stuff was made out of. Uh, yeah. It says so. Rachel Oakley, the director of Smart Waters Intelligence Unit, which sounds awesome, That's uh, says that there's no element of doubt when it comes to this kind of forensic marking, unlike other deterrents like CCTV, um, and that it's made up of a combination of rare elements that would never be found naturally anywhere else in the world. Hmm. And which sounds really cool. Every bottle has a different amount of those particles within it, and each batch is unique, meaning we can tell categorically which batch of liquid is found. Sounds so. like it's got to be expensive. No, 150 bucks. Oh, for a bottle. Okay. Yeah, for like the whole kit. Yeah, right. So right. that's why they're saying like that this is such a good idea for not just like obvious reasons that it helps the victims and like makes them feel safe and you know seems like a great idea but also is really cost effective that if it costs the police 640 pounds to respond to a domestic just a domestic violence situation i think it's Mm -hmm. probably even more in the united states Mm -hmm. like you think like a lot of those they're bringing like the fire trucks out and shit (laughs) they they come every time the cops are like damn swat team for real. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, that's got to be expensive. And then, so like, it's not, I feel like they're, even just their desire to go, people are probably like, oh, is this really worth our time to go? I mean, that's got to be why they don't in so many situations where. Well, and it's super dangerous for the um, authorities yes. too. Yes. Yeah. Those so, ones are often problem. If you just had this and they can grab it with their hands and then, and definitely uh, invented by a female. It didn't say it specifically in the article, but probably. Yeah, we can assume. We can just assume. Yep, I liked that. I like any way that you can help people with uh, type 2 diabetes and pendulum has that going on. Yeah. Because diet and exercise alone are often not enough to manage it. The best approach emphasis diet, exercise, and a healthy gut microbiome. But that's true. I mean, healthy gut, I'm all for that. Period. Type 2 diabetes or not, I'm just saying. Um, But the connection has been widely recognized by leading scientists and pendulum glucose control can be a great help to those who have type 2 diabetes. So if you know someone or that happens to be you, you might be interested. If you or someone you love has type 2 diabetes, take control of glucose levels with pendulum glucose control. Use code BRAINCANDY at PendulumLife.com to get 20% off your first month of membership. That's P-E-N-D-U-L-U-M. L-I-F-E dot com. Promo code BRAINCANDY for 20% off your first month of membership. 
Do you think if you were ever in a situation where somebody were attacking you, you would be able to get your mate? You know what? Maybe you would. What? That you'd be able to get mace out in time and like spray somebody in the I face. wonder about that a lot. I wonder because... about you because you sure did pop to action when Adam needed help. <laughs> That's true, Sarah. Now I know. Like uh-huh. I am I am like I got an itchy trigger finger, evidently. Oh my god. An um, itchy trigger finger. <laughs> Do you carry around anything like that? Mm-mm. No. Just I have the um the bir- she's birdie thing that yeah ha- has the alarm on it, but I've never had like mace or any kind of weaponry. Yeah. I probably shouldn't announce that. You know what, everybody? I am, <laughs> I am totally I am fully <laughs> armed. <laughs> I am concealing armed. and carrying. <laughs> right. I don't even know. Right. Is that how you say it? <laughs> I mean, I never did, but I partially it's because of what you're saying. Like, how is it going to just be ready? in that that fast zero chance yeah right i would ever be that's somebody i knew somebody who was like a martial arts instructor and they said the majority of people don't know that they they like the only way for you to be prepared is to be in those situations and have experience in those situations and if you've never had experience in those situations you can't be prepared for it well at least people with martial arts training like that's they just use their bodies, so yeah. you always have it on you. This is true. This you is know true. what I mean. Mm-hmm. I had a friend I could who see was you totally ninjaing it up. Me? Go ahead, sorry. Yes, I, I could too. Of like, yeah. like spraying somebody in the face and doing all that. Yeah, and like, kick, like doing one of those Chuck Norris kicks and stuff. Okay, see, here's the thing. This is what I thought I was going to do. Oh, but as we all what? learned, I freeze. When did we learn that, though, in terms of, like, when did it ever happen that you needed to do this? When the guy grabbed me when I was in Italy. Oh, yeah, right. And he tried to, like, pull me into his car, and I had to. (laughs) I didn't escape. Do you think maybe it was because of the language barrier? I know that sounds silly, but... It was definitely not. He grabbed my ass. No, No, I mean, do you think the part of the reason you froze was because, like, you didn't feel like you could... I don't know. I always get weird when I can't come. You know what? Verbally. No, because the first thing that was that I thought is is fi- you need to physically get away from him. Yeah. Right. Okay. And I thought you need to physically get away from him, and then I proceeded to not <laughs> do anything to make that happen. So mm-hmm. I my thought wasn't, "Hey, you need to yell at this guy," and and <laughs> that'll and, solve it. And, and yeah, and you I just, just need don't to have reason the words. with him. Right. I knew that I needed, I knew what I needed to do was physically remove myself and I couldn't do it. And I, sl- the, I hit him and oh I hit God. him like you would jokingly hit your grandmother if she oh told you a man. joke. Like, uh, uh. Like slapping wrists. Yes. Oh, man. And then I was the most upset. I was more upset at my reaction, I know, or lack saying. thereof, yeah, than I was at the situation itself. That is a terrible feeling. Feelings about the feelings, metacognitions—they're the fucking worst. I don't worst. love it. Yeah, I hate them. this is where we have to we have to ask ourselves why. What does mm-hmm. that mean? Where? What are our beliefs? What are the expectations? And 
that kind of uh, uh, expectation versus reality of what happened, and if that is a too, too, um, like, there isn't enough room for human behavior in your expectation. You know, if it's unrealistic, that's the word. Hello, where's my brain? Mm -hmm. If it's unrealistic expectation, then you have to push back on that. Like, it took me talking to a therapist and like, you know, talking out loud on this podcast about how it is reasonable that somebody who was sexually assaulted or abused when they were a child would respond in a very childlike way when Mm. they were in a situation that brought them to that same mental place. Mm -hmm. So when you saw What a downer, Sarah. No, no, it's not because I know everyone has had the experience at least where they think, I wish I would have done that differently. I wish I would have told that person to go to hell or I wish Mm -hmm. I would have punched his lights out, whatever. Right. Um, But when you slapped his wrist. My God. I slapped his shoulder. It was even worse. It was like. (gasps) And then that was effective though. No, it wasn't. That's oh, when he grabbed my arm and pulled me. And then a woman who was in a tobacco shop ran out and grabbed Shut my up. other arm and pulled me in the other direction. This is crazier than I remember. Yeah. Holy heck. It sucked. What did, Do you think he just wanted to bang? He thought or? I was a prostitute. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was in an area that was – when I drove through that area, same area at night, I was like, oh, yeah, I would have thought yeah, I was a prostitute. Yeah, you thought you were a lady of the night. That oh, is the – and in Italy, women who are heavily tattooed are – that's what the prostitutes look like. Okay, I That's forgot. like their yeah. calling card. That's like they're like, hey, look at mm-hmm. me. So like – It's like the yeah. red I light. Look, I look it. like a, a regular old lady of the night in good old Italia. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Right. I be. I mean, I'm like an expensive one. <laughs> right. High class. Come yeah, on. Yeah, like real high class. Like. Oh, my God. And then right. when did you cry? <laughs> like how long did it take Is that funny that? because like you know I cried. Yeah, because um, I'm just wondering was it immediate I, or did it take a long I time? I cried as soon as I – as soon as I – as soon as she pulled me into the shop – and it, she looked at me and she and was like, are you, you okay? Safe. And she yeah. could, yeah, I knew I was safe because I was like stunned before that. And when I knew I was, then I started crying and there was still a language barrier, but she, there were some other guys in there and she was telling the guys what happened. Mm. And then they like kind of poked their head out and the guy had already taken off in his car. And then, oh, then I remember, oh, she called me a cab. Because I didn't know where I was. And that was the whole problem is that he, I was, oh my God, I remember, I was looking around like I was lost. And he was, because you were, because I was. And I I was breaking my number one rule (laughs) in another country always know where you're going and walk with a purpose. Yeah. Technically, those are two rules, but they're kind of like in one. Mm hmm. That is so important. I was not doing any of that because I just got in a fight with my ex-husband. And I was like trying to prove a point of like... I don't don't need you. Yep. Yeah. 
And that was not a good thing to do. And I got a little lesson back, you know, of... Well, live and learn, though. I mean... Yeah. Well, because that's what you would say to me. Like, well, nothing bad happened, and now you know for next time. You're right. Yeah, I do. And I... Right. I'm never going to put myself in a situation like that. And it was so unwise of me. And it could have gone way worse. And I'm very grateful that people were there and that they were, uh, yeah. And I just, I'm like, I didn't even know where to tell the taxi cab I was going. Like, oh my God. I can't believe you got home. I was I like, that boat now. over there. I can't either, Susie. There are a few I... times where I'm like, Jesus Christ Almighty, how did I survive this whole thing that we call life? Ugh. Life. Well, that's the thing. We sh- it's a shame we even have to have all these like systems for we got to look like we know where we're going. I know. That's what I'm fucking saying, man. Neon water. <sighs> Come right. on. Mace that we're never going to use. Kitty claw things, claws that you hold in your hand and, you know. Oh my I will God. Say when Remember I hold when my we keys. talked on the show about that device that women in Africa, I think it's in Africa, use. They like put it in their vagina and it's like a rape, <gasps> what? rape, what? rape what? preventer. What? <laughs> it's That's like making claws me their cringe. Penis. Like, don't insert, don't put that on inside out. <laughs> women, okay, it says women take drastic measures to prevent rape in South Africa. Some, um, like they put things in their private parts, like a mid- medieval device oh. to fight rape. Well, uh, could you imagine that you have to go it's that far? It's a condom far? with teeth. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Fucking yeah, that's what they get. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, I have so many fantasies about what I would do in these situations, and then I'm telling you, in actuality, it's nothing. So you know, I know it sucks. That it's just, I don't know what the answer is, but I'm just saying that if you've had those feelings, you are not alone. Yeah, man. And that even people who have practiced it, but that's why you do have to do things like, oh God, I hate that. What? It, it's so not fair. Now I'm mad. <laughs> Last week it was gremlin or goblin no. mode. This week yeah. it's self-defense. <laughs> self-defense. What is Sarah angry at the patriarchy for this week? This week, the fact that we need self-defense. That's what I'm mad at this it's week. It's the worst. Like- Come on. I don't know. Anyways. Uh Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Um, Do I have time for one more? Yes, I do. I read an article 
But tell me what you think about this. Because okay. I, I do have a question at the end that I want to pose. But I feel like this was maybe mm, an obvious one. So there was a study that was done uh, in... I believe the University of Singapore and the University of Queensland. And it was on nature and genetics. And they discovered that there is a genetic component to loving nature. Mm. You mean some people are more prone to it? Correct. Okay. That they feel more connected and have a appreciation of nature. Yeah. And this is genetic. Uh, that makes sense to me. You feel like this is bogus? No, I feel like it makes sense, but I feel like we didn't need a study to tell me that. <laughs> That's true of a lot of studies. Right. Like, um, or, But then also, I, I, I mean, and this was classic. This was like part of the, um, there's a, a, a huge study. I think it's the most detailed study about twins ever that's called Twins UK. And hmm. it is... They looked at a thousand sets of twins and which to me is like a lot, but is it like a lot, a lot Um, (laughs) for like most, except like you couldn't find like 2000 twins to ask a survey to (laughs) like, I don't know that they, and they found that genetic or or obviously genetic, but identical twins who share all their genes were more similar than fraternal twins who shared around half their genes in their appreciation for nature. And so they asked them. There were two traits. It was like how strongly a person feels connected to nature and the amount of time they spent in nature. And it seems like the ones who were just fraternal twins, were, one of them was like, meh, it's okay. And the other one was mm-hmm. like, oh, I love it. And then the genetic, the, frater- or the identical twins were like, oh, no, we love it. And they both love it. But, okay. Yeah. I wonder Enough why, for it what to be. part of the brain it is. Like when... Oh, what, what a good gene, question. You know? I mean, they did say that the the professor, his name is Richard Fuller, who was the head of the study, said that they were truly impressed by what they found, that mm-hmm. the genetic influence was present uh, in between 34% for frequency of like garden visits and 48% for public nature visits, they say. Okay. Yeah. So I guess like, like they frequent those places mm-hmm. more, but to me, like... Why were they truly surprised? What is truly surprised? This is, they've semantically bleached the word truly in this sentence is what this just happened. (laughs) Why? Because you feel like they shouldn't be surprised? Truly? I I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, calm down. Calm down. This is why, see, curb your enthusiasm. (laughs) Just tone it down. Yeah. Whenever they interview Larry about the show, like when he's promoting it, and they're like, are you excited about the new season? He's like, eh. I mean, the, the name of the show should have the answer for them. He's not into enthusiasm. I, I never point. really thought, think about what the name is. That's so good. <laughs> like, calm down. Oh. Yeah. It's like, meh. He's, but, he kind of feels more like the uh, 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 fraternal twins. Yeah, well, what did they feel like? I wonder the, why it point? was surprising. Like, did they think it was just that? I think they thought what I because this was my thought that it would be hard to tease that out because, like, if you grew up because of the nature, like nature versus like what you see, like mm-hmm. to me it seems still difficult. Like there are so many factors that influence whether or not you like the outdoors, and I don't think that 
a person's um, – if you were to ask little kid me if I like the outdoors, I bet little kid me would say no. Really? Yeah. My mom is shocked that I am the crazy plant lady that I am. That's because really crazy. That I, love, I love gardening and like I touch dirt almost every day, which is like a weird thing to say, but it's true. Um, <laughs> like, like it's like a weird statement. Like put that on a shirt. I touch dirt every day. It's, I don't know. Weird. Um, I laughed so hard at your Insta story when you were saying how they mistook you for an employee at the plant center. And then you were like chalking it up to your overalls and your like bandana, which I got. But then like at the very end, you like barely <laughs> snuck it in that, oh, and I was pruning the plants. Like... <laughs> Like you were actually tending to the garden. <laughs> of course, they thought you worked there. I blaming mean, your but I overalls. wasn't like like I was just inspecting the plants that I was picking out. I was picking out a, fr- a plant for a friend who just moved into a new house. So I was like picking at picking out her plant, and as I was doing it, I was picking all the dead leaves off right. of the surrounding. Okay, I was pruning the plants. <laughs> <laughs> and like you just barely said it, and then the video was over, and I was just like, "That's hilarious." She tried to blame it on her overalls. I did. I did. I tried to blame it. On- <laughs> Oh, uh, but I did want to ask. So, so I did want to ask a question about like I was thinking about, and maybe this was like I had some uh, 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 weed edibles and some of Susie's <laughs> sleepy time gummies. And maybe I was just thinking this. So if it is in fact a genetic component, if there is a genetic component to your love for the outdoors, then we can probably see that there's some like evolutionary advantage to enjoying the outdoors before. But could it be that if we move to being an indoor, which we already are, we're like, didn't we have something you said? I heard once we had like the first indoor generation a little while ago where like something about more people lived indoors than... And we're just oh, like that an indoor sense. society right. yeah. mm-hmm. that could not having that nature gene be oh. a genetic advantage. Right. Because we be, feel more comfortable in indoor spaces. I bet. Yeah. I, I was mean, thinking, yes. So, that makes sense. I think you're onto something. Right. And I was th- having this thought when I was living in my basement apartment. <laughs> right. Where I was honestly feeling like I was going insane. Like I, I was like, this is not good for my mental yeah, health. You're, I had you were to leave. Wilting. I was totally wilting. And <laughs> I was like, so I was thinking about that. I'm like, man, if we end up in some crazy post-apocalyptic civilization where we have to live underground, your girl is gonna, fucked. Yeah. You're not going to do well. I'm not going to do well. My genetic line will definitely die off because nobody, we're going to be depressed and sad and, and definitely not banging. But- this, sounds, <laughs> this sounds crazy, but you know how on the challenge within the last few years, they've really leaned into that ridiculous like Mission Impossible theme? Yes, correct. And the houses are pretty much windowless. Yes. And how much more depressing it seems to me and joyless. Yep. Compared to like the, or, you know, for many years it was more... Um, about, we hung out on tropical islands. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a vacation look. Yeah, yeah. And oh how, my god, that is know. so crazy! I yeah. feel like you can you can match it with Nerf guns, and they <laughs> as the Nerf guns get more like automatic weapons right. and darker and more terrible, so does the 
depressing nature of the challenge. Right. And somehow the lighting in movies these days as well. Really? Don't you feel like watch watch superhero movies? Oh, I won't. You ever can't because it's so dark. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I wonder what that's about. Like the, I saw a, I don't know something online where it had the different Superman or not Superman Spider Man movies over the past however long the one with Tobey Maguire and one now and they just took screenshots of it and it's like look at how much like. I wonder why. Go back what to do you think that's about? Because they're making them more gritty and and I don't know. There's something like I have no clue. It's depressing. It is depressing. So that's why what I wonder. Does mood it mark? I don't know. <sighs> I got nothing. I tried to really like you know uh, 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 start off on a, a positive note with my with I didn't tampons? have an accident story <laughs> oh yeah you were like my my luck has changed yeah it was really positive but all right that's yeah, true you, you tried know. i tried what can i do it's well we better wind here. it down we can't sit in this like we can't wallow no we can't there there are things to be excited for yeah like for how example. there's spray <laughs> that 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 can now catch domestic abusers yeah and like i now know how to use a tampon yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. Like, things have, are looking up, you guys. They really are. See? Look at that. It's not that bad <laughs> after all. What else did we learn? We learned about uh, semantic bleaching and word. And I posed the question, what is your favorite word yeah, that is I misused and has, has been uh, watered down? Or Like, I want to hear their answers, but then I'm going to be mad and be like, yeah, I yep. hate that. That's <laughs> what I felt when I read this article where I was like, oh, my God, that's literally the worst one. Well, at yeah. least they make condoms with teeth now to protect oh against God. men. <laughs> and uh, what else yeah. did we talk about? Oh, twi- and, and, and loving nature is genetic. Yeah. So it get is. on out there and hug a tree. Get <laughs> um, or prune the plants at your local nursery. Or prune the plants. <laughs> yes. Uh, don't forget to leave us a five-star review and subscribe. It means so much. Yeah. Join our book club or something. We would love yeah, to do have that. You. Do that. Yeah, we'll we got good time. ones this month. Bye. Bye. Bye.